0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is K Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3, KLIN. All right. All right. All right.
1: All right. Welcome in, K Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Glad to have you with us. Wednesday morning. October 12th, 2022. 52 degrees right now and I don't know how early you went to bed. But if you did go to bed earlier than me, you apparently don't get excited about rain anymore because that's right. I stayed up. I saw that radar at about 9:45 and I treated it like it was New Year's Eve. I said, "You know what? I'm ringing this thing in. I am ringing this storm system. I am going to watch this thing come in and hopefully not disintegrate right when it hits Seward County. Hopefully not slide right on down to Beatrice and give them all our rain. No, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch this thing and make sure it gets here. And sure enough, after the National Weather Service had a hard time quite getting the timing on it, it seemed like they finally. Issued a severe thunderstorm warning at about 11 o'clock, 1055, my neighborhood. Uh, The skies opened up, pea size hail, rain, more rain in three minutes than we've had in three months. That probably isn't true, but it felt like it. Stood out there just watching my back deck, made sure the the new umbrella thing that we got didn't blow over. And uh, yeah, Lincoln got some rain last night. Half inch at the airport. Half inch, Dang. That's that's more than I even thought. It was it was a it was a fairly quick moving deal, but when it was uh, coming down, at least in my house, it was pretty hard. And I de- the 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 uh, hail was definitely pea sized out of my house. Lots of that too. So how about that? Uh, finally getting some rain. You know what's probably going to happen now? My lawn's probably going to uh, just after I thought I'd finally been done with the mowing. We're probably going to get enough moisture here just to, a little while. Then I am going to have to do one more mow here before I do the. Uh, the, the final clean up the leaves mow in late November. But, you know, if, if that happens, that's fine because I really haven't mowed for over a month. Uh, in my yard. Uh, all right. Hey, got a good show for you today. It's a Wednesday. That means it's a What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. This is the day where we give you a segment for you to get it off your chest, those things that are bothering you, no matter how minuscule they may seem, it's okay on What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. If you want to be a part of that, you can text in the Ringstein Recognition text line 402-479-1400, and there's a Facebook post, facebook.com slash LNK today. Uh, you can go there, and you can just do it that way if you prefer, and the phone lines will be open at 710 for you to tell us what chaps you hide, get it off your chest, and be a more pleasant person. Today, we've got our morning drive. Countdown, the five things we'll be talking about today. Uh, It is a Wednesday morning. That means that we've got the Lincoln Symphony Orchestra in today. Talk about their uh, show that's coming up here this weekend. Uh, We're also going to have John Bishop talk Nebraska football and beyond. Fantasy Huskers keywords at 635 and 810. Talk with a cop. Uh, So we got a busy day here on a Wednesday morning in the capital city. Um, So let's start. uh, Let's start with just a a couple of uh, couple of notes that I wanted to get to. Uh, I I did see uh, Mitch McConnell was dropping Pete Ricketts' name to uh, Manu Raju on CNN
2: uh, yesterday. Yeah, he mentioned the fact that uh, it would be a smooth transition. He also uh, talked about the Republican lion for uh, a replacement probably probably pretty deep in Nebraska but Ricketts uh, would be a great smooth transition he said he had talked to Ricketts
1: he said that the you not quite sure how it would happen under state law well, i mean i can tell you how it'll happen under state law it's not that confusing mitch um but uh it, 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 i mean if if i wasn't if i wasn't Super, super sure. That's how this thing was all going in before. I am even
2: more now, given that Mitch is dropping I'm, his name yep. on uh, national TV. I would have a tendency to agree with you. So, you know, yes, I was a little skeptical earlier this week.
1: Meanwhile, meanwhile, Pete Ricketts, uh, Pete Ricketts' wife, Suzanne Shore, <laughs> comes out and once again gets uh, very firmly in the corner. Of Democrat Patty Pansing Brooks in a House race where her husband has endorsed her opponent, Mike Flood, and we 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 had a little of this um, earlier during the special election, uh, but now she put she's put her uh, again put her name and and face in a uh, in a commercial for Patty Panzing Brooks talking about. Uh, the things that she's done in the legislature, as it relates to to uh, children, child welfare, and uh, man, and so, Mark, I, I'm calling for uh, for something right now. Now, and
2: what, and what is that?
1: Well, you know, it's been a little bit difficult in some of these uh, races that are being contested around the state, some of the statewide ones, uh, some of the house ones, to to get the candidates. On the stage to debate because either one or both candidates aren't willing to. But I mean, these, uh, I think, I think the debate that we need now. I can see this coming. <laughs> is the intramural, intramarital debate between the governor and the first lady. And we can cover all sorts of topics. I mean, it doesn't all have to be flood pansing Brooks. I mean, we can hit that, but. I mean, all kinds of all you know, toilet paper over the top or on the bottom. I, I want. to know
2: how they load the dishwasher.
1: Loading the dishwasher, uh, you Holding know, the laundry. Who's the who's the you know the better cook? All of all of these sorts of things. This is now the debate that Nebraska needs. Okay, and and let's not put it at Sunday night at five o'clock head to head with NFL football. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it prime time on like a Tuesday night. And if KLIN has to do the heavy list, lifting on this, I'm willing to do it. In fact, I'm willing to moderate the entire thing.
2: I I think that's so, a, that's a challenge you you ought to put out there. So I am.
1: Yeah. I I think I am. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so. I am. Uh, if if uh, you guys are uh, up for this, Ricketts Shore family, you know how to get a hold of me. Um, and yeah, we will have we will we will we will have the first ever, uh, I believe, the, that I'm aware of. The first intramarital uh, public debate. Wouldn't it be nice if you had this opportunity in in all of your marital issues, when you feel like you are when you're on the right side of things? because I think we've all had that. Those of us who are uh, either married or in relationships, I think we've all had that, and you said if only if only the world could be sort of the, the judge and jury here because I know I'm in the right about this uh this debate that we are having about something right now, if only someone else could could see this, I would be vindicated for my position and I am giving I'm literally offering that position to both both
3: of them this right sounds, now it's a gift really is what it is this sounds like the making of a new podcast what's where up? where you can basically you're the judge, you sit the bench. You hear the arguments from both of them. The debate goes back and forth. Call it an in, uh, intramarital Mitcheling. I You know what? I don't
1: <laughs> intramarital mi- Mitchelling. That that sounds like something. Yeah, like some kind of a maneuver or something. <laughs> but <laughs> I uh, no, I I just want to listen. And Caleb, I appreciate that. I just want to be the moderator. I'll let you all be the uh you all can be the determiner of who's, who's well that's right, fine who's you wrong. can still
3: you can still do that and then you put it out to a vote on social media that's fine and say all right you maybe guys that's decide. the new
1: that is the new the new I mean, podcast first episode if that's how they want to do it we can do that as well
2: I mean, you know podcasts can make history look what uh serial has done just in the past two weeks yeah i mean that that's podcast was what 2018 yeah 17 yeah that's true that's true. I, I know the Jack Mitchell podcast, or the Hey Dad podcast, the
1: Lincoln Business Speed podcast, as far as I know, I hasn't gotten anyone out of prison yet. But
3: Neither has the Caddy Chat Wrestling podcast. No, nor
1: has that. That we're aware of, I that guess. We're, that we're, we're fully
2: aware I, I of. I think you should uh, then, after you get the Rickett Shore uh, one, then you got to have the Jill and Joe and the Donald and Melania
1: uh, oh, go man. back and
2: forth. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting.
1: But I honestly, I mean, come on. I don't care where you're at. On the political spectrum if you don't kind of want to be a fly in the wall during uh (laughs) dinner in that household right now uh i don't know what you know i don't get you i'd be interested i'm fascinated if if you could fast track
3: this and get tom and giselle (laughs) hey what's going wrong here
1: guys (laughs) i mean I, i mean does does uh Governor Ricketts, did you see the headlines on that? And he's like, "Come on, <laughs> come on!" I mean, I gotta know. I really do. Uh, other news. Congratulations to uh, Damon Benning. Yes. He is. Uh, I mean, talk about jumping right into a job. <laughs> yeah, where's your first day? It's at West Lafayette, Indiana. Be there at six. He is. Uh, he's going to be taking over the color duties on. Nebraska football radio broadcast that you can hear on KLIN. Mm-hmm. So uh, looking forward to, uh, to hearing him on the broadcast here starting on Saturday. That was announced last night on Sports Nightly. Um, Damon, um, of course, uh, formerly... Uh, one of our colleagues here at NRG Media, right? No longer, but I guess kind of comes back to be up a there, right. Yeah, for for quite quite some time, he was uh, up there doing that, and so he'll be doing the uh, he'll be doing the football game with Greg on Saturday night at Purdue, and uh, so excited about that. I've known Damon for for quite a while, so I think that's a pretty cool deal uh, that we've got him a part of the broadcast team, and he's got tons of experience doing that, and brings a lot of uh, a lot of insight. Into into the football world, not only as a former player, but he's been coaching uh, at the high school level for, level for for quite a while as well, and he knows football really well. So yeah. excited to uh, to have him as part of our team here on KLIN with the Husker football uh, broadcast. The game, by the way, six thirty Saturday night against Purdue. Pre game will start at two thirty. So
3: I think if you were looking at somebody to to fill in and be able to just hit the ground running this was as good a hire as you were going to get for it yeah you know yeah like like he's he was i believe probably number one Mm -hmm. i know it's very different than the coaching search yes but if you were looking at the color analyst search it was like this is the guy yeah like this is who you go get right now
1: yeah um yeah it it will be interesting because i know he's I, i believe he's still been doing some uh High school football coaching, so I don't know how uh, that's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna have to back away from that uh, for some of the weekends he has to travel, or or how that will work. But that you know, that's his business. He can figure that out. So, Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, cool news there. Uh, Let's see, Mark. What other things do we have going on here this morning? Well, we got a a building that's gonna be brought down O Street this morning. Hey, girder watch, sort of. Yeah, on building watch. So this this uh,
1: coffee shop is just bringing the entire building instead of building
2: the building? Right. It's, if I'm understanding this correctly. It's, it's already built. It's coming in on a truck.
1: All right. So they're going to have a new... I mean, the coffee shop wars along O Street are getting quite intense, yes. I would say. So this is going at uh, 56, 55 O
2: Street. This would be the... Just west of Freddy's there on Cotner, between uh, 56th and Cotner yes yep just just west there yeah so the the intersection
1: imagine it just the uh the opposite corner of where like that arby's is right
2: caddy yeah, i don't know if it's on the corner or not i think well it, it's uh, in on that plot
4: of yes land. I, yes well,
2: I, yeah
1: it may, it's a, that was a big plot there used to be a there's a big building there that they took down here earlier this year so that'll be interesting to see how that that goes in seven brew
2: is um the the company they're they've got uh they're mainly arkansas, kansas, uh, missouri and i think georgia i ever saw
1: so now working up from uh, working up from about 50th street you got uh, scooters on the if you're if you're going eastbound you got scooters on the left side right then you got seven brew and then panera on the right side They've got another scooters on the right side. Another Starbucks, not much further the than left. a
2: Starbucks on the left side. You, you forgot the Starbucks here at twenty, uh, 33rd. thirty yeah. I guess if you want to go all the way there, I mean, you are you are going to be
1: able to find that drive through coffee. Yes. On O Street, it's uh, it's not going to be de- you. You should be you, no, no matter what side of the street you're on. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what side of the street you're on. Yeah, if you're on the right side, if you're on the uh, westbound lanes, it goes uh, Starbucks. I mean, you could go get McDonald's coffee too. Starbucks, McDonald's, Scooter's, Starbucks. If you're in, on the in, eastbound in, side, it goes.
2: Uh, let's see, it'll go. Remember, uh, Krispy Kreme's got coffee. Krispy Kreme too. too. Yeah, that's true. You put they that should all work there.
3: together on some some citywide advertising scooters to the left of me starbucks to the right here i am stuck in the is middle of this becoming, with Brew.
2: is o street now is o street now the coffee district in lincoln hey, nebraska well we know one thing it's not the gas station district uh, that's true i mean o street's it's okay getting a little better. it's
1: better on gas the 70th street is still the
2: gas station desert yeah someday we'll we'll see that development that we'd like to see here we get clear to 70th and pioneers right
1: no, uh, 70th
2: and
1: Van Dorn. 70th and Van Dorn all the way down into, like, Havelock, basically. I don't know where where the, the furthest one, but it's very it's very far, and it's always where I am when I'm running out of gas. Basically, always. Um, yeah, so so we've got that. And then, uh, by the way, the uh, the Kawasaki rail car yeah. wins for- the coolest thing made
2: in Nebraska bracket for so 2022. The car, they, they make them for, uh, have been making them for... Uh, Washington DC. Yeah, this I one's for New York. I did. Yeah, I didn't even
1: realize that. I thought I, I always associated with the DC Metro, but this is uh, for New York Transit Authority. So, kind of so nice. there you go. Yep. It'd be nice. Probably some of those uh, New York Transit City Transit Authority uh, cars were taken by Husker fans last uh, last Friday night after the so? game. You think so? In a ce- celebratory Husker fans, probably maybe in Lincoln made rail cars. Could be very well could have happened. All right. Mark, you got a joke or anything you want us to... uh, No, I I I, just... I normally don't call for these, but I just...
2: Well, uh, all I can tell you is the rotation of the earth really makes my day.
1: (laughs) All right. Sounds good. All right. We're going to take a break at 625. It is time for Sports with Caleb. We'll get that. we got baseball games late in the evening last night. We've got those. We've got the latest from uh, Nebraska football. Michael we got Joseph state titles speaks. coming back to Lincoln. State titles coming back. Bring that trophy back to Lincoln, as Ken Pavelka once said. All right, it's 625 Tell NK today with Jack and friends on KLIN.
0: Want today's top news stories? Top Husker stories? You can get them sent straight to your inbox every afternoon. Just sign up for the daily for free at KLIN.com. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the sound off on LNK Today. But first, your fantasy Huskers keyword for a chance at a $100 prize pack from Valentino's at Alumni Hall. Here's
1: how it works. If you want to play Fantasy Huskers, you text in the keyword I'm about to give you to the Rickstown Recognition text line at 402-479-1400. You have an opportunity to do exactly this twice a show at 635 and 810. If you're the one selected, who texts the keyword in, you get a pick in Fantasy Huskers. We'll tell you about what we're asking this week if you do get the pick. But first, your keyword today is... Streak. Streak. S-T-R-E-A-K. Text that into four zero two 402 479 You'll be entered to get pick number five today where we ask you what is the total amount of points scored between Nebraska and Purdue on Saturday night and just to give you a little kind of preparation in case you do get the pick the picks so far caleb are as follows
3: harry the antenna guy said 47 craig said 52 jeremy 55 jeff 63 every one of those updated every time i get the pick in at klin.com
1: so yes if you want to if you get a pick you want to play the strategy game go to klin.com and check that out and if you are the closest to any week's question uh you are going to get that $50 package from uh well $100 total package 50 from Valentinos 50 from Alumni Hall to get yourself some gear and pizza and a ready for husker football and don't uh don't forget Caleb you know what next week is it is fling week part 2 ooh no uh so we're going to pair you up with a new favorite team for one week you get to step out on the Huskers once again nice i don't know i don't I don't know what we're going to ask of the you know, we'll we'll see how we set it up, but I do want it to be the same thing where you get to pick a team to cheer for. Is for, it going to cheer be the, for uh, to do something?
3: Division two, top twenty five. Oh my gosh, that would be. <laughs> By the way, the line for this week is fifty eight and a half. That's what the Vegas. That's what over ES- ESPN it, has. I'm
1: sorry, I don't remember. Does anybody have fifty eight or fifty nine on our game?
3: Um, so we've got Jeff has sixty three. Okay. Jeremy fifty five and then a fifty
1: two and forty seven. Has that uh, has the line between the two teams changed at all? Where's that settled in
3: at? It's at fourteen. Is it? It's at fourteen. It bumped back on ESPN. up a lot again. Fourteen. It's been fluctuating a lot.
1: Wow. Fourteen? Huh. I mean, I, I I will say this: every line I've heard this entire year, I have said, uh, pretty much, I've said, yeah. I don't know if I would pick Nebraska on that spread. This is the first time I've heard it, and I've been like, eh, "That seems a little too hard on Nebraska."
3: Well, here's the thing: Nebraska is one in five against the spread.
1: Yeah, that's true. Eventually, it starts to there's,
3: starts there's to even one, out. They're one in five, yeah, so
1: they actually didn't cover last week. So, right, the favorite with a one point win. So, so Vegas is starting to uh, to adjust. But
3: Purdue's only three and three. Guys, right. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money or where to drive to to do anything, but plus 14 is pretty good.
1: It f- feels like it. Who knows, though? Who knows? We will see. Uh, boy, that's a big line. All right. Uh, you know what? One thing, I know we probably should wait to get into this later in the show, but that that status of, of Luke Reimer especially is very significant to me. Yes, it is. In how I look at this game, um, and it sounds like he's still day-to-day according to Kenny, uh, according to Mickey Joseph. But uh, that's one of the things that would would probably uh, trigger me one way or the other on this game a little bit and how I would look at it. Uh, All right, let's get into our sound off. Who blew up the Crimean Bridge? We talked about this a little bit yesterday on the morning drive. Nobody's taking responsibility for this, although I understand Ukraine has actually already made a commemorative stamp to celebrate the blowing up of the uh, of of the bridge, well, it cuts off a, a major supply chain for Russia. I mean, strategically, it's a mess for Russia.
3: I know, but I'm thinking of the creative design process to go through to get that stamp in yeah, production.
1: I don't know. They well, they put out a, a the Snake Island ship. They did the same thing with the Snake Island ship stamps, commemorative stamps, big in Ukraine, uh, and getting them out quickly. Uh, you know. It's uh, apparently an important thing. Their stamp
3: there. prices must be better than ours.
1: Maybe, maybe. But uh, now Russia is just arresting people for uh, for this, including, Caleb, some of its... Uh own citizens here for Uh for this what's going
6: on russia's federal security service says it has five russians and three citizens of ukraine and armenia in custody reuters reports russian officials believe they're behind a massive blast that destroyed part of the bridge that leads from russia into crimea The Kremlin accuses the intelligence branch of the Ukrainian Defense Ministry of organizing the bombing. Ukraine hasn't officially confirmed it was involved. Soon after the explosion, Russian forces launched a barrage of missiles against several Ukrainian targets. Vladimir Putin calling the attacks retaliation. Chill NATO, Fox News.
1: So evidently there's, I haven't seen them, but there's security camera footage that does show a truck um and and rush has named the people that they believe is the the owner and the the driver of the truck but like as it's driving the footage shows a kind of a fireball erupting behind and into one side of the truck as it climbs an elevated section of it and and so th- there have been some people saying that that was that was the truck but a lot of the experts who are looking at it we talked about this before that that the way that this happened, it doesn't. It didn't. The video did not look like a like an, a vehicle-borne IED, mm-hmm. essentially. On this, they're saying it looks like the experts are saying it looks more like something happened below the bridge, m- which I, I suppose would probably happen with some sort of a drone. At this point, um, because bridges are generally designed to resist a... Downward load, not an upward load on this. And and then other people have looked at this video and they saw that it looks like when when you look at it, uh there's something that looks like the uh the bow wave of a small boat that appears next to one of the bridge supports just a split second before this happens. And so is there is there an unmanned, like a mysterious unmanned boat that did this? It looked like kind of like a large black covered kayak there was another boat that had been showing up on pictures of of social media um, that were washing up near the Russia naval base in one of the Crimean cities so I don't so uh, so I don't know like is does Ukraine have does Ukraine does Ukraine have boat drones that look like kayaks oh do they have I mean do they have, like, maritime drones that are able to do strikes at this point? Um,
3: I feel like that technology's got to be like out
1: there, right? Hundreds of miles from Ukrainian-controlled territory here is is where this is. So have they really pulled that, that off somehow? I don't know. This is—I mean, it's pretty fascinating, I mean, the, the this, whole story.
3: So when you look through history and see big technological advances— it comes when uh, when necessity meets um, when your preparation meets necessity, or however that mm-hmm. phrase goes. But you're in a war, and that tends to be one of the times when that necessity rises right. for, for your technological advances. So someone probably had the, the idea of saying, "Hey, there's enough of a need for maritime warfare advances. Yeah, they might have gone through." And then said, let's take the drone but from up here and put it down here. Down
1: here either as a as a drone flying under or as a boat drone firing up at the bridge, which is crazy. Yeah. If they actually did that. Yet Russia really wants you to think I mean here's Russia really wants you to think it was that truck though. Right. But but the you know the ballistics or whatever experts are saying, yeah, it wasn't the truck.
3: Well, and Russia would want you to think it's the truck. Two, because the the other side of it would be oh man they they have this technology that we're not prepared <laughs> yeah. to deal with
1: this is this thing is wow um all right, what else do we have here uh this morning Ooh, Supreme Court this is an interesting case here Supreme Court is uh, going to take a look at. It. we talked plenty here um at uh, with the with the uh corporate legal team here about um When when using social media and copyrights and yes. what you can use and what you can't use, this is a a pretty major case, and it sur- it surrounds of all people Prince and Andy Warhol. Yeah,
6: photographer Lynn Goldsmith took a picture of Prince back in 1981. Vanity Fair magazine sent that photo to Andy Warhol and asked him to transform it into an illustration of Prince. The magazine paid Goldsmith $400 to use the photo, but when Prince died more than 30 years later, the parent company of Vanity Fair, Condé Nast, used a different version of Warhol's illustration, but this time they didn't pay the original photographer. Now the high court has to decide what is the line between art and copyright theft. In Washington, chill Nato, Fox News.
1: Actually, I'm going to disagree with the way that she. Dis- I mean, it's that's it's honestly the question there boils down to: if they contract contracted to use it, would that have included future use? You get that's the question there, not necessarily the the copy. I mean, that's to me that would be one of the things I would discuss It so I don't know if this is going to be some kind of a landmark case on. On copyright mm-hmm. and use of uh, copyrighted material and changing its form for art, or if you, or if you basically just, you, you just take care of this thing with what the terms were on the first contract. But uh, nonetheless, this is a crazy situation in Alabama. Uh, a man who was on death row in Alabama, they were carrying out what should have been the death penalty there by lethal injection, and they couldn't do it.
7: They couldn't do it. Alan Eugene Miller says prison staff repeatedly poked him with needles as they tried to find a vein during an aborted lethal injection last month.
8: His attorneys say Miller endured physical and mental torture during the attempted at execution. The lawyers say Miller was probed for over an hour and at one point was left vertically suspended on the gurney. They're seeking to stop Alabama from attempting a second lethal injection. Miller was
7: sentenced to die after being convicted in 1999 of murdering three co-workers in a rampage. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Oh my gosh. How does that happen exactly?
3: They just couldn't find the vein?
1: I guess so. And gave up. Can you imagine getting back to your your room after that? You expected you weren't going to see your next day of life, and now there's court going on, uh, and now there's uh, judicial proceedings going on about this. Uh, Hey, it it sounds like we got more from uh, from NASA yesterday on the uh, blowing up the asteroid thing or knocking the asteroid off of course we talked about yeah we talked about how it created a comet, uh, but we hadn't talked yet about whether or not they found the whole process to be successful a little bit more on that yesterday and sounds like good news NASA
6: says the spacecraft that plowed into a small asteroid millions of miles away was successful in shifting its orbit in a test to see if the earth could be saved from a potential deadly impact
2: if uh, an earth-threatening asteroid was discovered and we could see it far enough away this technique could be used to deflect it
6: nasa administrator bill nelson the dart spacecraft carved a crater into the asteroid last month sending debris into space and creating a comet-like
3: trail of dust and rubble for several thousand miles lisa lasara fox news what's that boundary like because because he said you got to see it so far out in advance where's that boundary to be able to go okay it's coming now how much we have time action. do you have
1: like how do you do it soon enough to yeah. affect the course enough that it you know because if you tick something imagine if you tick something like one degree you the know further when it's further close, it the further the away yeah. the more it's going to alter alter the path
3: you hear that, that kids Just pay attention in math
1: that's exactly right you could save the earth you could um R.I.P. Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury uh, passed away. News came out of her passing uh, yesterday in her 90s, and a lot of people remembering uh, many parts of, of her career.
5: Movies, Broadway, TV. Angela Lansbury conquered them all. Her voice and face known and beloved by generations of fans as the voice of Mrs. Potts in Disney's Beauty and the Beast as murder mystery writer and crime solver Jessica Fletcher in the long-running TV series Murder, She Wrote. She starred on Broadway. Lansbury was just 18 for her first film appearance, Gaslight. She was nominated for an Academy Award. Other films include The Manchurian Candidate, playing the brainwashing mother of a war veteran, and another Disney film, The Witchy Mrs. Price in Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Monica DeLuca, Fox
1: News. Did you know Murder She Wrote? Like it was I I I recall that show being on Sunday nights if if I remember correctly okay. at least most of its run. That show ran for 12 seasons. Went from 1984, September 30, 1984 to May 19th, 1996. 264 episodes. It was Sunday night. Yeah.
3: I, just, I remember just remember seeing reruns of that always on TV. Oh,
1: the, the thing that I remember is is CBS when they would have their Sunday football games on, they would always be promoting, like I believe it was 60 Minutes and then Murder She Wrote. <laughs> every time they would go, they would have a little break in the action. They'd be talking about 60 Minutes and uh, and Murder She Wrote. Okay. Uh let's see. We got time for maybe a uh, a couple more. Um, oh yeah. Uh, shortage talk here uh it's not it's not necessarily got anything to do with economic supply chain any of those things but drought issues especially in the northwest part of the country Mm. have made apple crops this year not very plentiful and it could be with Washington, uh, state of Washington producing so many apples, that could become an issue as we get further and further into the fall.
7: Only a few apples are left on the trees of Swans Trail Farms in Washington state. Operations manager Nate Krause says two straight summers of hot temperatures and drought have put a dent in this year's supply. It's more than just the heat. Washington also had a cold and rainy spring. Christopher Gerlock with the U.S. Apple Association says this limits the amount of pollen in the air which apple trees need. Krause's farm increased prices by about 50 cents a pound to make up for the smaller supply. In Snohomish, Washington, Jake Alexis, Fox oh, News.
1: Man, right as we're getting to peak apple season too. Grocery stores in Lincoln are still fine. I can confirm that. Having are we fine to go apple apples, picking here? I'm going to pass on apple picking. We, my family has done that a few times, and I just prefer to have them picked for me.
3: Nope. You got to do pay, the apple picking. You got to do the, the pumpkin patch. Gotta
1: yeah, All those. It's so hard to find any of them that even look good. <laughs> there's so many of them on the ground already. It's just... Ugh. Uh, all right, and then I got to do this real quick, last but not least, for uh, for some of the uh, music fans my age, a return to a band and from a band, age. and your age too, return from a band that some people didn't know if you were going to hear from again.
5: Blink-182 is reuniting three of its members after the original singer left the band. Tom DeLong, who has been missed since 2015, will return, along with bassist Mark Hoppus and drummer Travis Barker. What this means for Alkaline Trio's Matt Skiba, who stepped in for DeLong, is unclear. A new song called Edging is out Friday. No word on an album release date, but the 70 dates for the world tour begin March 2023 through February 2024. Monica DeLuca, Fox show. News.
9: That'd be a good
1: show. Alright, we're going to take a break. We got uh, Officer Chad in. We're going to talk with the cop next on KLIN.
0: Neurologist Malcolm Byron. They done it, and now LPT needs your help. Crime Stoppers on LNK today. Bad boys,
1: bad boys, All right, six fifty six. Officer Chad in the house right now for a little. Little Crime Stoppers. Hello, Chad. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you, good. gentlemen? Good. I'm uh, I'm good. Let's jump into uh, right away what we're working on this week with, uh, with Crime Stoppers.
4: All right. The first one is Chomper. This one is from September 30th. A woman in the picture is shown walking her dog near Memorial Stadium, and the dog attacks a student on a bike. yeah i ride my bike past memorial stadium every day on the way to work so this one kind of worries me uh dog bit the victim in the right leg ripped some flesh off caused some bleeding that actually had to be addressed at the hospital uh the person on the bike was obviously a little bit panicked and just tried to get away from the dog and and the uh, owner as quick as he could didn't stop to think hey who is this can i get their identification and she apparently didn't stick around to provide it either so if you know who that is that is we'd like to find out yikes uh the next one is one of my cases believe it or not Oh, really this one is night rider okay that was such a great show by the way yeah
1: <laughs> now but by the way now we have it in like reality when you i have a uh i have like a amazon echo thing in my car it's basically night rider Basically, okay. I basically can talk to it and tell what to
4: do. All right. Do you have the flashing lights in the front it's of your got, hood? And it's got you, flashing lights on it, yes. Can you drive into the back of a trailer? That I can't do okay. yet. Because that'd be pretty sweet. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> we, we always had the debate, my friends and I, like, if you're driving like 80 miles an hour and the truck's going slower... Yeah. Wouldn't once you hit the ramp, wouldn't you just fly into that thing? Myth Mythbusters
4: proved that it's it's totally possible. Is it? They yes. did that on Mythbusters? Yeah, Alright, I need a, to watch it. They even did it with a Camaro, so it kind of looked like Night Rider. That was, was like awesome. a debate my friends and I had all the time. That's interesting. I'm going to have to send the link to it. My friends and I might have discussed yeah, actually was... trying it once or twice. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> well, this is, uh, this is a different kind of Night Rider. Uh, yeah, this one is male and female left their motorcycle park near 21st, uh, just north of O. They were in the park, and and when they came back up to get on the bike to leave, couldn't find the keys. So, they went back down to look for their keys. While they were gone this time, a male on a bike rode up and stole a lot of stuff. Uh, we're talking a pretty sizable um, loss here, probably in the five to $6,000 range. Jeez. Yeah, and luckily, uh, Auto Connection, thank you guys. They got some pretty good video and a few still shots of the suspect. All right. So, uh, you can check that out at Lincoln Crime Stoppers. and all the
1: methods there to get a hold of them and let them know uh, the information you have right there on the website. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Chad. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, we got to take a break. What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday coming up next. Get it off your chest. Text line is open. Phone lines are open. The Facebook page, facebook.com slash LNK. They're all open for what is chapping your hide. We'll talk about that next, 7 o'clock, KLIN Lincoln.
0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is K. Today with Jack and Friends on The Voice of Lincoln, 14993 KLIN. It's time to get it off your chest with What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. Call or text the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline at 402-479-1400 to tell us what's chapping your hide
1: that's right, your opportunity to tell us, to tell the listening audience what those little things are that may accrue during the week and get your dander up, so to speak. And you may not have told anyone, you may just be internalizing it, but when you tell people we have found uh, that it gets it off your chest, it gets it off your mind to some degree, and uh, you're able to live a better, more full, more productive life. So we decided to it was a public service, and that's what we're going to stick with. Welcome to What Chapter on Wednesday. The uh, text line is open, Rick's non recognition text and phone line for that matter, 402 479 1400. You can also go to facebook.com slash LNK today, where it looks like it was pretty busy here this week. We'll jump into that here in a minute. But first, let's go to the phones. And uh, Debbie is uh, joining us uh, to start things off. Good morning, Debbie. What's chapping your hide today?
10: Good morning, gentlemen. Well, first off, I want to say I love the sun. Don't get me wrong on that. But it always seems whenever I am driving at certain times the day, doesn't matter what season, the sun always beats in in that space between the the visors in the mirror all the time. You cannot get away. We try to move to the side, try to move to the other side. It's still there. Well, yesterday I'm driving home from Omaha, and I said, there is no, and I usually hold my hand up in that space. kind of. I said, I'm not going to keep my hand up here for 40 minutes, you know, driving. So you probably are aware of those little blue towels that are microfiber. Yes, you know those things. Okay, that they
1: give you sometimes had, they'll give you like car washes and stuff. Yeah,
10: right. Okay, I had one in the door panel, and I said, you know what? I'm going to try this. I took that thing, I wadded it up, and I stuffed it up in that space, and it stayed, and it blocked the sun. So I figured out how to cure that.
1: Congratulations! Look at you being resourceful yeah. there. I know,
10: but isn't that the truth? No matter what time of day, the sun is always in that space. So
1: the funny thing is, like, my car, I don't know if every car has this, but my car has these little plastic extenders that come off. You can pull out Uh on on the thing. But even those still... The sun will manage to find a spot that it will still get in between the not only the thing that flaps down, the extender and the mirror and everything else. Yep. So there you yep. go. All right.
10: Uh, I'm glad you know what I'm talking about.
1: All right, thank you, Debbie. Okay. I appreciate uh-huh. it.
3: <laughs> Mark, you just shocked Caleb.
6: Here comes sun.
3: I was like, "What the hell is Here all?" Right? Comes sun. <laughs> just that just mild panic. Just there. for Debbie. Want well, to know what chaps my high?
1: Hey, look, we're playing music like it's the old days, like it's the Request Line Friday. The old days. The old (laughs) days. Hey, not to to rush football season along, but I think we are less than two months away, guys, from the return of Request Line Friday. My math is right here. October 12th?
3: No, Nebraska will be playing on a uh, New Year's Six six Bowl. Well,
1: that's fine. There'll still be several Fridays without a game.
3: No, we will tailgate every one of them. not true. That's how it's going to work. It's not true. Sales, get on it.
1: No, that's... No, no, no. (laughs) A couple of texts here. Keith says, which has my... Just as I get to work on Monday, you play music for Fantasy Oscars. I decided to wait to go in so I can hear the word, but you guys chat for 10 minutes about other stuff before giving the word. (laughs) Oh, we did not chat for 10 minutes. Put a clock on it. No way. Maybe I mean, it's, two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes max. Uh, all right. Ken says, when you listen to a football game on the radio, the announcer states the team is moving right to left or left to right, not giving any directions as to north or south, east or west. <laughs> I've, I've never thought of that, but I get it, Ken. Well, Somebody send a text to Damon right now. Make well, sure he's the, aware of this. The
3: reason they do that is... Obviously, for them in the booth, it's left to right, but a lot of times you'll hear them say, as a, as you view it across your radio dial. Left to
1: right on your radio dial. Yes. Yes. Just for that mental picture. I don't need I mean, to... But if they
3: say east to west, and well, I mean, I'm driving east, I'm like, okay, am I driving the same way as the team? Well, I mean, I guess he has a point
1: in that the reason that radio announcers do that is so you have this mental picture of the game. Right. And so you're imagining watching it from the vantage point that the radio announcer is. If they said east to west, you'd get a better idea of where the sun is, right. you know, for instance, and and what those sorts night, of things. What if it's as a well. night game? And where the wind and 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 the way the wind is blowing, uh, are those those sorts of things.
3: I feel like that's all part of the game description, though.
1: Uh, Marisa is coming out of a downtown business last weekend night and almost being mowed down by two individual racing electric scooters on the sidewalk. Not supposed to have those on the
2: sidewalk.
1: They're breaking Mark, the rules. Mark, was that me and
2: you? I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> not supposed to do that. I plead the fifth. Uh, Facebook page, which
1: has been very, very busy today. All right. Uh, Leslie says, I bought a new phone. I think it might have cost more than my first car. Would it kill Apple to include the brick that actually plugs into the wall to Ooh. charge it? Oh, God. <laughs> The charger thing, the charger situation at my house is not good right now, okay? It is not good whatsoever. We have a bunch of, and yes, I'm talking about my own family, but we've got a bunch of dirty, filthy charger stealers at my house, and every day it's becoming a little bit more uh, sneaky the way that it's done. Every day it feels like we've got a charger that dies, uh or we've got one of those original apple chargers that you you've seen this that oh, yeah. w- w- the where you plug the lightning cable in it'll start to the the coating will start to slide uh slide down yeah. and it eventually it won't work and then like half the chargers I get just don't even work on my phone um at this point so yes i I feel your pain leslie uh let's see. Joy says, people who throw out their pets to fend for themselves. Seriously, find a rescue or a posey on Facebook. Give it away with a rehoming fee. Don't be a Jack Blank and uh, toss it out like the trash you are. Wow. Um, Chris says, we finally get some beautiful rain and it's too dark to see it. I'll tell you, Chris, I went, I stayed up last night when I saw the rain was coming just to go stand what a dork am i uh (laughs) at least you admit it. i stood out in my kitchen (laughs) looked at my back deck with the lights on so i could see the rain and hail falling i also want to see if it was going to blow the wind got so strong they had gusts of like 70 80 miles an hour in in crete uh in some other areas last night i was worried that like the uh we didn't have the umbrella out but we got one of those surface umbrellas on our back deck that is weighted down on the ground. But I was very worried that thing was going to blow over and and make a giant mess. So I sat there and I watched the rain until about 11.30 last night like an old man.
3: Oh, it's Ben. Do you think you know where this one's going to go? I don't know what he's chapped about. We'll Well, see. You
7: know, I (laughs) I got one of two things out of the way. Um, (laughs) So Matt Davison is gone, and... That's, I'm going to forget, conveniently forget for a second that you guys are held to, like, journalistic standards and stuff like that. I called Caleb last week and said, Davidson's done after this game. Uh, Damon Benning's going to fill in. And he's like, well, I don't know about that. That's not what we've been hearing. <laughs> Did so. you say that to him, Caleb? Yeah. That's not even true, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I, no, no. <laughs> For, for real though, I know you guys can't give credence to me- to message board rumors, so that's not that's not that. Basic, we
1: might have had you know? a, we might have had a decent idea then.
7: <laughs> and then, uh, but no, I'm you know my annual mid October message. I'm going to give everyone freedom once again. We can all admit that trunk or treats suck and are no fun. <laughs> they are not. A I forgot.
1: <laughs> I forgot your strong trunk or treat take.
7: That's right. Like, I just I'll just give the zoo ten bucks. You know, it, could, what, it costs five bucks a kid. Yeah, I'll just give the zoo ten bucks. Like, just that's so why I don't have to go. I'll, I'll even round up. I'll double it. Twenty. Don't make me go to it.
1: Uh thank you, Matt. We are in Trunker or Treat or Ben. Thank you. We are in Trunker Treat season. <laughs>
3: He's chapped now because you thought it was my I, th- I didn't think it was.
1: I just got my. Uh, I'm going to go to so
3: many Trunker Treats this month. Are you really? So many of them.
1: What's your daughter going to be this year? She'll
3: be, well, she's two this month. No, but I don't care. But co- I don't care how old she
1: is. What's her costume going to be?
3: Uh, she's going, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so For Halloween. Go- she's going to be Ray from Star Wars. Oh, brother. What's wrong with you? Whatever. I don't. Uh, what would you approve of? Or so she's she'll be some, a ghost. So she's a dude from Star Wars? It's a girl. Okay. Do- yeah, what would you approve of? She's going to be Elsa. I don't know. A, a, She's going to be a princess.
1: A ghost. Is a, that is a, that what you want? I don't know. Yeah. I you guess. don't
3: know what you want. You just want to hate everything.
1: That, I don't know that that's true. I just... Really need right? to have a, you're,
3: you're so contrarian that you, you just hate everything just in your old age. just a deep
1: cut Star Wars character that Not you have to explain close. to everyone? Not
3: even close to a deep cut Star Wars character. Are you kidding me?
1: Uh, Peter says, "When my neighbor's tree leaves end up on my lawn, and I have no trees for that distinct purpose, come on, wind! This is a uh, wind cheering season here in about two weeks." Oh, it's going to be quicker than that.
2: Wind I, the, cheering season. The, yeah, I the, was the, driving down South Forty Eighth yesterday, and it was raining leaves. Take a trip uh, down Seventieth uh, and Eighty Fourth, and see how much they've turned in the last few days. Joe says, You turns on red lights."
1: People people doing that? You yes. turn on red lights? Cars crossing two or three lanes to turn. Uh, fix the roads, not just patch them. I got a lot of likes. That was our most popular post. No, there was one more post. It always interesting to see what the most popular post with likes on the Facebook page is. I'm going to start telling you guys what that is. <laughs> Phil says, people that stand right next to you when you're at the pharmacy waiting for their turn to talk to the pharmacy tech. Yeah, right? This is a little private here. Come on. Uh, Sherry says drivers, crazy, stupid every day, worse than at any other time in my 63 years, speeding, sliding from lane to lane between cars, hate driving now and fear of the young kids, new drivers trying to drive with the idiots. Uh, let's see. Uh, Annie says she's got a serious one here. She says our city does not. Does nothing about the recent explosion of homeless people. A lady's been living at the sidewalk at 14th and Yankee Hill all summer. Another one at the bus stop in front of the South Walmart. Many more across town and residential neighborhoods. The police say their hands are tied if the homeless individuals don't want to leave, even if they have clearly untreated mental health or addiction problems. Either we don't have enough uh, vagrancy and loitering laws, or the city leadership isn't doing its job to enforce the laws uh, that we do have. Uh, And then she suggests KLI and bring it up with uh, uh, candidates in the upcoming election cycles uh michael <laughs> i'm gonna watch uh he doesn't like the transfer portal and he doesn't like what it's done to the players but i can't read the uh word that he used to describe them
3: because nobody ever transferred before the transfer portal.
1: Uh, Joe decided to complain about another radio station that isn't ours <laughs> here, but is in our building. I'm not going to do that. though. Sorry, Joe. No, uh, I'm going to
3: go tell him about it. Though. Yeah, we'll
1: just go. We'll go since yeah. Uh, <laughs> Logan's also mad about drivers. Says, uh, it doesn't matter what part of town I've been in. There's always someone almost always causing an accident. Jackie's talking about drivers. Drivers are into the interstate and have no idea they need to yield
2: to the traffic that they are merging into is what she says and that's what the acceleration lane is for folks and at roundabouts don't be a sissy uh let's see we got some other
1: on the uh on the uh klin text line Sign recognition text line uh when i'm sitting at chick this is cam the man when i'm sitting at chick-fil-a opening my barbecue sauce and the wrapper doesn't come off in one peel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Dave says, "Listen every morning, your little moment there on phone chargers and stealers." I didn't catch the phone part. Heck, I thought you were talking pro football. I feel your pain. By the way, struggle is real. But yes, we get uh, no the s t e a l e r s. Yes, and Deanne says, "Jack, Amazon Prime Days today. I just ordered a five pack of lightning cables for the thieves in my family. <laughs> so I ordered some too. A, I hope they work." A, I hope they work, and then B, I hope I see them after they arrive. And they do not end up in the... Oh, listen, I can say it. They don't keep them clean. They don't. The amount of disarray. I don't think I had a clean room when I was growing up. My kids take it to a new level. If you have teenagers or tweens, you're familiar with the lake of clothing that I like to refer to on their floors. I've never been that orderly of a person, but I don't know how they live like that. It's unbelievable. All right, it's 725. Glad I got that off my chest. You listen to LNK today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. All right, it is time to count them down. This is your morning drive, and let's get it started today with...
2: Number five. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell was on CNN and asked about the Nebraska Senate seat. And if he, he said, basically, uh, when it opens up, if ben, if ben Sass resigns, he had talked to Governor Ricketts and hoped he would be in the Senate.
1: Yeah, so McConnell isn't mincing words about who he'd like to see in there in that spot. He would like to see Ricketts. He's talked to Ricketts about that. He's presumably told Ricketts that he would like to see him there. So if there was any doubt left in my mind when I came out yesterday and said, I would be very surprised if this didn't end up in Pete Ricketts having the seat, that doubt is getting smaller and smaller and smaller
2: every time I hear some more news about this. That's if. Ben Sass gets the job.:
1: That's true. Well, yeah, obviously if ben, <laughs> No, I, yeah, obviously that would be contingent on Sass. To, he's still getting the job. they okay, They're not not giving him the job because 300 students showed up and protested. Come on. Th- th- that's not derailing this whole process. Of him getting the job, no, when, but, they, when but, they advanced is, him, they knew they were getting the votes from the trustees. And all right, and well. do you really th- do you really think it's still that questionable because of the protest the other day? Or,
2: or no, I, I think it could be because of some faculty issues more than students.
1: I don't know. I, I mean, he's got to get the uh, the the trustees' vote. That's the that's the next step in in this whole thing. But assuming that all happens. Uh, the timing lines up for Ricketts to wait it out. Let Pillen make the nomination. There's no way Pillen is not going to nominate Ricketts if Ricketts wants it. There's zero chance he doesn't in my opinion. Here's Given the, the relationship those two have had.
3: Here's the interesting thing. Because we saw in all of the the advertising especially through the primary he was Pete Ricketts doing it for Jim Pillen for a lot of the time. Does Pete Ricketts come out and say, "Hey, Pete Ricketts here for Governor Jim Pillen, and I would like to nominate Pete Ricketts for the Senate seat." That
1: means it be just kind of eliminating the middleman on this whole thing. But yeah, uh, is, is that interesting that McConnell's are that? Oh, no. McConnell's that this. I mean, of course, he's very, uh, very careful, very manicured about exactly what his roster looks like. I suppose. <clears throat> And he wants to keep this. Uh, he wants to get that that Senate majority, and which is going to be a close call in the Senate. It's gonna. He's, they're going to need the uh, Doctor Oz's and Herschel
2: Walkers of the world to. Yeah, and they add a lot salt, and, and uh, you know some of the others. Yeah. How did they end up with Herschel Walker as the
1: nominee in Georgia? Can I? Is that? that that's is uh, that a fair? That's a fair question. No
2: matter it, what your political stripe is, it well like. Uh, how, how did either of those candidates, Raphael Warnock or Herschel Walker?
1: Well, Warnock won an election.
2: That's how he well, got there. Yeah, yeah, I know. But <laughs> when you look at, I mean, else... he beat the he beat the
1: beat the person who was up against him. So I, I just I don't know the insistence sometimes on running candidates who are not very good. It's it's uh, always a little odd
2: to me. Number four, one Nebraska football search announced its replacement in less than a week. Of course, it wasn't a coaching search. Uh, that for color analyst on football games on the Husker Radio Network and here on KLM. Four days after Matt Davison was on his final broadcast, Damon Benning announced as his successor.
1: Yeah, Damon is going to uh, take over the position. I mean, uh, it. Uh, listen, given, given his career in broadcasting, given his uh, career as a football player, staying very close to the game, I mean, it's kind of a – it feels like a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. In terms of if, if, they can, if they can make it work with logistics and other obligations and making the change in midseason. And looks like they got uh, that taken care of. And so, yeah, Greg and Damon will, uh, will partner up. We'll have Greg on our show tomorrow. Um, he hasn't been able to talk much about this, so we'll get a chance uh, – he'll be able to talk about it on Thursday. Yeah. So that will be, that will be cool. See if he can get Damon on with him. I could call Damon too and and see if he wants to come on as well. Uh, but yeah, that'll be that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, that's not a bad idea at all. But uh, the the one question I will say that we keep getting here at the radio station, Caleb, is about people who are newly interested in listening to the game while they watch it on TV. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. D- and there are ways you can do it, but it's different than listening it used to, to the be. game
3: through radio. Listening oh, to the game yes. through
1: radio while you watch, because listen, I get it. I mean, there, my my bosses may not like this, the radio world may not like this, but I have never been of of the mind in promoting broadcasts, acting like I'm going to not watch something on TV because <laughs> it's on the radio. Right. I'm just realistic about that, and I know how I am as a fan. That said, I do get people who want to match up the radio. I've turned off the TV audio many times before because mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. Um, we used to, we do not anymore, we used to sync up the audio from the radio with Time Warner Spectrum. It was Time Warner originally, then it became Spectrum. That was really before all of the streaming service. People started watching over, tr- that was over cable, wired, <laughs> cable. Well,
3: and we did it as recently as two years ago.
1: Yeah, we, we did it and we would manually do it. We had to, we had to manually do it. But what's happened and because we kind of had a plurality of people it was really for a while in Lincoln it was either Time Warner over the air or or Dish mm-hmm. one of the Dish options and now streaming has come in and there is no big plurality of what people have that you've got some who still have wired cable. You've got some, Allo is in now as a cable provider, and then you got a bazillion streaming services. And my YouTube
3: TV might be different than your YouTube TV right. in terms of when it plays. And so, so if I do like, let's say I did sync up the Purdue game this Saturday. Yes. What would let, you? Let, let's say I hit ten to fifteen percent of people are now synced. Maybe that, that want to listen to the radio. I don't broadcast. even know how
1: you choose what you would do it to, but yeah, let's say you did that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like we we would do it through the uh I the, guess the cable that we have in here. We have uh what do we have? Allo. Allo. Oh,
1: yeah, we have Allo. I guess we could do it through Allo, but
3: but that's still not going to hit everyone across who's got different providers, right. who's got different streaming. So there is still a way. Like you figured out how to do it on your end, right? Well, there's it depends how far
1: behind your TV is. One thing you could do is if your TV is a if your TV is not that far behind, you could listen to the KLIN app. Yeah. Okay? And if your TV is ahead of the KLIN app, where because there's a little delay on the KLIN app, most you could, assuming you're not watching over the air, you could pause your TV mm-hmm. and right, right at the beginning of the game when, when Greg says, and here's the kickoff, boom, the ball's away, press play right at that moment. And you could do it that way. But that would require your TV not being behind our audio stream.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm hearing there are potentially some, some other ways to do it as well, but we've just had that question a lot, so I want to completely address it uh, if we, there was a way we could do it to service a, a bunch of people we would there's just that's just not it and then you got the people in the stadium for home games too yes. that uh, also have a voice in this thing so anyway that is the update there and uh we'll keep uh we'll keep figuring out we we want to make ways for you to do it and so we'll keep figuring out ways that that yeah, might be possible yeah we keep brainstorming
3: how to that's a possible that workaround the use
1: the KLIN app and and if your TV's ahead of it pause the TV until you get to where the KLIN
2: app is. Number three. Suzanne Shore, the wife of Governor Pete Ricketts, Nebraska's first lady, has endorsed Democratic Congressional nominee Patty Pansing Brooks in the first district house race. She said, my life's work has always been about serving others, but especially kids. She did a video message. It aired online yesterday by the panel. Okay,
1: so that wasn't a TV ad. That was an online video that yes. she did. Okay, that's what I was... I saw the video and I didn't know where it came from. I mean, again, I say this. Don't you want to be a fly on the wall in the uh, Ricketts Shore household when, have just when this is
2: discussed? To, don't you think they probably have agreed not to discuss I, politics?
1: I well? am... Fascinate. I don't know, but I'm fascinated with how this works. I'm I'm fascinated frankly how any relationship works when when you've got people who are way on dif- different well, sides politically.
2: The the you know the gold standard for that was Mary Matlin and James right? Carville.
1: And I'm not saying it can't work. It has worked. I'm just curious because I think I would be argumentative you in that situation argumentative? I, I think know. I would be argumentative I can't see it I think no. I think my I think You're my right wife people. and I d- now everybody tries to guess what my politics are and they're usually wrong um but I think my my wife and I are probably pretty aligned I'm kind of undecided on a lot of it actually we're pretty aligned so among we've got way more as we brought up way more dishwasher loading conflicts and philosophies than we do on politics but people who pull that off I am truly fascinated by how you do it (laughs) i really am and i would love to i would love to uh love to actually hear the uh the back and forth that happens on that and how they make that work
2: sort of when they go to vote it's sort of like cancel culture in the voting booth isn't it here's what i want to see i
1: know we can't get a pill and blood debate but i would take a Ricketts shore debate at this time I would watch that. I would watch the heck. I don't, even if they did put up Monday night at 5 p.m. up against NFL
2: football, I'd watch that. Here's a question for you. Sunday night, I should say. Yeah. Are they even constituents of the first district? That is a good question. I,
1: I assume think they're, they're I, still only. I Omaha. think they're
2: residents of second district, aren't they? Yeah,
1: you're.
2: Yeah, but. Well, you know, I, I know, but. Deb Fisher endorsed Herschel Walker. She doesn't live in Georgia, so. Yeah, I know. I'm just. Yeah, just, you're just, probably right. You're probably just, right. Just saying. When they vote, they probably do not. They'd I think prob- you're probably right on it. Probably that. not voting on it.
1: They're probably voting. Yeah. Do they, do they agree on Bacon Vargas? Inquiring minds want to know. That
2: could be the real thing.
1: Inquiring choice. minds want to know.
2: Number two. Dog bar rules have to be written. Got a couple of proposals. And uh, Journal Star's Margaret Reist. Wasted away in Margaret It's got a great uh, article on it. Uh, the ordinance must be approved by the county board of health, and the council it would apply to bars or cafes that cater to humans as well as cats so, or dogs. They got to
1: make sure your. Do- so here's the thing: like if you go to a dog park, look at me being the dog expert now, <laughs> out of nowhere, Caleb. My how my how the world has changed in the last six months. Oh how the turntable. Oh how the turntable So like if you go to like the dog park now. They're like we go to the dog park by Holmes Lake. I'm a I'm a dog park guy now. I'm always Big always Dog Park a guy. Big dog park guy. I know I know the names of like five of the other dogs there now nice. that we regularly see. I can't believe this is my life. But nonetheless, they, they simply say it's one of the rules that you have to be vaccinated, but the Doesn't do-
3: that make conversations weird? Ah, Reggie didn't have a good time with Sarah today and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, are those your kids? My dog." <laughs> but they're
1: they're they're talking about all the but those are like voluntary. So they're talking about like you have to have Are we going to have like an anti-vax dog situation because the <laughs> proposed ordinance uh business owners have to keep a copy of current vaccination status for for rabies at least in the bar. So you basically, I mean, we're going back to bringing your uh, vaccination card with you here. No, you
3: have to do that anyway if you if you go to boarding, if you go to a, a daycare, if you go to grooming. They have to have the vaccination records. I feel like this is very different than everything you're trying to stir. I don't up. know. It sounds That sounds like they're restricting
1: my dog's freedom. Might it's be. A, my dog's been doing a lot of his own research about the rabies vaccine.
3: Yeah, what's that YouTube Dr. telling Reggie? <laughs> Hard disagree. <laughs> but I don't know, I'm not really making a what? No, no, no. I I, I interpret oh, it for you. Oh, okay. Just yeah.
1: Yeah, I just, right. yeah. But then uh, th- I then they've got to if they they have to have staff there to supervise the dogs off leash. Like I can't tell if this sounds really fun or really terrible. But as a dude as a dog owner, like I sort of get it. I sort of get, especially one that doesn't leave, like to leave my dog at home still at this point.
3: I could use a beverage every now and then at the dog park. D- see,
1: yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good, but you're not. I think that's illegal to bring your own to the uh, public, right. the, the, yes. the dog park. So that's frowned upon, as I understand it, by the city.
3: But that's why I need a, a designated yeah. space exactly. for it. Exactly. exactly.
2: Number one. Get a chance to see a new coffee shop brought in by Truck this morning. A Seven Brew uh, expanding into Nebraska. Their first location going to be right here between 56th and Cotner on O Street on the south side. And they're dropping it in there? They're dropping Do- it, dro- it dropping
3: in. Them. Wait, what time is this happening? Do we have a girder watch situation? It's at 10, 10 a.m.
2: Oh,
3: it's at 10 a.m.
1: Yeah, it won't be during the show, but they're like inviting the neighbors out to our- Are they going to be up and serving coffee by 11? No. Okay. Opening in November. We got the, that's Isn't that why you do it? If you
3: build the whole building in advances, so that it's yeah, but you got to get it. So right it's a, a turnkey operation. I was hoping this would look like a parade float. Like they're up there actually serving coffee as they pull everything in. I want the employees in there. <laughs> I want. I, <laughs> I think- want someone playing music.
1: And we have O Street quickly developing into the coffee district of Lincoln, Nebraska, starting from Thirty Third to 70th or just east of 70th you go starbucks are, are you
2: going right to left or east i'm to going
1: west? i'm going just west to east starbucks okay uh and this doesn't even mention all the you know the gas stations stuff that have coffee you go starbucks and then you've got scooters and then you'll have this place seven the brew. New seven brew you got panera you got uh, Krispy Kreme on the other side. Coffee could yep. be considered a coffee drive through. They're not necessarily famous for that. Then, then you got scooters, and then another Starbucks. It's like, uh, by the time you it's get like down, a downtown, you could C B A B C pattern sort of with that whole thing.
3: I yeah. want this to look like Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they bring this thing in in a couple hours.
2: Well, okay, I got a, what scene of Ferris Bueller's are you talking so the, about? The parade. That'd be good. That'd be good. I'd rather see the parade right. from uh, Animal House. Ramming station. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll
1: take a break. It is uh, LNK today with Jack and Friends. at your morning drive. Brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance
0: and Wealth Management on KLIN. We- you're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: All right, coming up 8 o'clock hour, we've talked to Lincoln Symphony Orchestra. are coming up this week, plus John Bishop has his weekly visit as well. It's 8 o'clock, KLIN, Lincoln.
11: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: Mom- Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. But first,
7: please, please
0: Fantasy Huskers keyword for a chance at a $100 prize pack from Valentino's at Alumni Hall.
1: All right, real quickly your fantasy Huskers keyword is Fantasy. Fantasy, (laughs) F A N T A S Y. They we're getting very creative with these keywords. We got to do. You're two welcome. A, listen, people, we got to do two a day. You can only be so creative. I made this way. one
3: especially easy for Ed.
1: Text it in, and you might get that next pick for Fantasy Huskers. Pick the total amount of points scored and win yourself some pizza and gear from Alumni Hall and Valentino's. So, all right, let's get to the Lincoln Seminary <laughs> show. There's Absolutely. Ed, Ed Paul, how's it doing, Ed? Ah, uh,
12: good morning. Good, good morning, you Nebraska. Nebraska. You brought
1: it. Dr. Tyler White with you I today. I have. You know, I have.
12: Uh, you know uh, this has been a, a, a new. Uh, Aspect of what we have been in growing our Lincoln's Symphony Orchestra um, To place Dr. Tyler Goodrich White Well, we're going have, full name on yeah, this I go, Yeah, wow. and I was like, I have no well, advice, well, Ty, It's wow. my easy way but, I uh, saw the, I've seen
1: the G many times, I guess I had yeah. no idea <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh. Yeah, It's but, an old
9: family
1: man.
12: Yeah, nice mm-hmm. And um, it was to appoint him as our very first composer in residence right. for Lincoln Symphony. Now, Tyler has been, you know, associated with Lincoln Symphony for a gosh, you know, probably longer than I have in some ways. Because you've been here longer than I have, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, and it, it was. It's a, 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 It, it f- begins to fulfill a huge part of our challenge, and our mission, to uh, seek out and perform. The great music of living composers, as well as put composers of color, female composers, and uh, you know even kind of well-known composers that maybe the the music and the repertoire has just gotten lost mm-hmm. somewhere in the in you know in the over the years. Um, so, but we we're very excited now. Uh, it's a three-year appointment, but Tyler, you've actually been in our four years, and it's right. probably because of the pandemic I right, think, that we, right. we yeah. did this. And um, uh, it, it's a certain strategy that we use. The first year you do this, the second year you do that, mm-hmm. and the, but in the third year it's always a, a commission work that we want to be have the world premiere to. Cool. And that's what this that's what is we're doing. Going, that's, that's exactly the, right. the so, fruition of that challenge.
1: So, uh, Doctor White, this is a piece that that you did, uh, Symphony Number no. Four,
9: Metaclassical. Tell us about this piece. Okay. Well, uh, this this term Metaclassical I just made up. <laughs> and <laughs> We were talking about that. Often. Mike, I was like, it sounds very. Uh, now now there's a good fantasy. (laughs) Uh, There you go, meta classical. Put that on our list for Uh, fantasy eschewers. Yeah, and of course, of course, meta means beyond, right? And so, um, and so this is, so this is a piece that uh, that refers to lots of classic pieces from the classical repertory. Uh, it refers to classical forms, but it reinterprets them in a new way okay. and uh, makes something make something new and and uh, a kind of a bold statement out of recycled elements from the past That's right. Uh, and um, but I, one thing I do want to emphasize is that um, if you don't if you don't know the pieces that are being referred to, don't worry about it. Okay, yeah. uh, it's it because so this be, is
1: like you don't have to. It's like when you go to the sequel, you don't have to go to the first movie correct. to get the second movie. Right? right? Exactly, correct. because
9: right. it stands on its own. Okay. It, it makes its own makes its own statement. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. very cool. You, you tell me about your your kind of interpretation well, of the work now that you've gotten your hands on. I it, mean I I've,
12: I've had the the great privilege of being able to work with Tyler and his music now for several years, even before <laughs> I have to even tell you a funny story, even before we appointed him as our composer in residence. <clears throat> Tyler wrote a piece for me, I don't know, gosh, it was ten years ago, twelve years ago. 15. Brand, is it been that cheese? Yeah. yeah, we were still in the in the Kimball right? Recital Hall yeah. performing. Mm. It's called A Brand New Summer and it's a Fabulous, Mm, fourteen minute piece or so, mm -hmm. Uh, and he wrote it for me because he he knows my love of 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 figuring out and being able to cope with incredible quick changes and meter changes and and, mm. and, and moods and you know mm-hmm. right on a dime you have to shift and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and high energy and and very lyrical it's it's a, really is a great piece well it, it turns out that when i was about to, <laughs> to debut that piece i i became ill and i, cu- I couldn't do the entire concert so tyler took the podium, and, and he, conducted, he conducted the whole program for mm-hmm. me, which he's done on more than one occasion. <laughs> and that's another funny story. but I'm not going not di- to uh, divert here, uh, digress. I um, then rescheduled it for years later, and um, it was actually at the very, just before the pa- pandemic hit, I rescheduled it, and the pa- pandemic hit, we couldn't do it, mm-hmm. okay? So I rescheduled it again. Thinking that the pandemic we were going it was going to be over, we were yeah. going to be able to put full orchestra on stage, and guess what? So I've never conducted it. <laughs> you know. On the other hand. Um uh when the orchestra had to pare down uh, mm-hmm. personnel we had to get smaller Tyler really came in to save the day many times with smaller groupings of things and in fact we actually premiered right. to a certain extent your <laughs> symphony number no. 3 which is a mm-hmm. chamber symphony just for strings and it was fabulous mm-hmm. so we got really excited about you know saying I oh, you know, can't wait to see what the mm-hmm. metaclassic was going to be symphony number no. 4 and it is a phenomenal piece of music Incredibly challenging. I mean, when you're working with brand new music, right. you have to you have to have your wits about you because you you don't have anything really to quite fall back on in terms of oh yeah this is the way this composer does it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's constantly new info that you have to wrap your head around and then your fingers or your bow or your embouchure or whatever to make it work. Um, But that being said, there are two things that that I'm extremely excited about. One is that the orchestra and myself have embraced this piece. (laughs) We've only been through two rehearsals. We're going to have our third tonight. And they're playing it like nobody's business. I can't imagine another orchestra in this country that would have taken this piece and really... Digested it in such a beautifully cha- uh, challenging technical and musical way, mm-hmm. you know. And I forget what the other one is, but that, that basically <laughs> covers I, I'm curious <laughs> what's too early in the morning. Dr. White, I'm curious on. for you. What is that experience like? Like you've been
1: uh, kind of immersing yourself in composing these pieces, obviously, right. for a long time and, and bang, maybe banging them out on piano or mm-hmm. maybe there's technology to use. I don't know what it is. Um, but, but what's that? What's that experience like when you are hearing it in in front
9: of uh, w- with the with the live symphony for for the first oh, it's, time? It's it's always phenomenal. Yeah, and um, and my favorite moments are the things where you know you you calculate and you figure and you say I think this will sound pretty good, and when you hear it live, it sounds even better than you thought. Yeah, <laughs> those are those are the uh, best moments. Like, are there that things
1: are, that when you've uh, you been through this experience before, are there things that you just? That that might even be good things, but you just didn't expect to experience or hear when you're you're hearing it from the live orchestra
9: after having worked on it so long. Does that well, happen? And, and, um, I, I haven't found that to be the case. Although the although the the funny experience I have all the time when I hear my music played by others or when I'm performing it is that in a weird way it it doesn't. Quite feel like mine doesn't feel like I wrote it. It just feels like <laughs> part of the world I happen to know really, right. really well. Yeah, I get that. And uh, is, uh, where did
12: that come from? Yeah,
9: and it's just sort of yeah. Did I do that? Okay, I guess yeah. I did. I really it takes are, on
12: a bit of a different really, character.
1: Really, yeah. It takes on right. a bit of a ca- different character than you've had it in your you know in your mind and in the
12: process right, when it's exactly.
1: played by the orchestra. It needs a life of its own. Yeah, right.
12: yeah, absolutely. Well, and and you know, there there are many composers who are conductors. Tyler is one. Um, and uh when composers conduct their own music i tend to look at that and listen to a recording of that and think that's got to be the definitive but my i've changed somewhat Mm -hmm. in 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 that attitude mainly because music unlike many of the other fine arts like architecture or or painting or something is extremely fluid Mm -hmm. it changes By the day, whether it's full moon or not, what you ate, how much sleep you got, (laughs) what players you have in front of you, you know, or the light bulb goes off and says, well, I never thought of that before. (laughs) And so what I, and what I love about now working (laughs) with Tyler's music is that I have become, I'm feeling more like a a free spirit with it, (laughs) that I try, I I think I know what he's going to, what he meant or what he indicated. And I don't like to ask him anymore a lot of questions about, well, what do I, what should (laughs) I do here? Yeah. I interpret it now mm-hmm. from the black notes on that page and from the indication that he's given me on that yeah. page without h- any kind of explanation. Is he okay with that? I, well, <laughs> I think that's a question you have to ask him. Yeah.
9: Sure, sure. I, I mean, I mean the, 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 the whole... Right answer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the whole point is, um, you, you know... Uh, and i'm sure i would conduct it a little differently right. uh, and because conductors always disagree yeah. uh, <laughs> they disagree uh, with themselves yeah, right uh, Exa- exactly but yeah. uh but no i think i think um you know since uh, writing any kind of any kind of music you know when just as in pop music a cover of a great song is not gonna be the same as the original. Exactly. And 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 if it's and if the music's really great and really solid the cover is just as valid as the original exactly Uh, and and so it's uh, so it really works out that way
12: and by design Uh, whoever may be singing that song mm -hmm. and it was written for his or her specific voice or style when someone else is interpreting Mm -hmm. it it can be still just as great it's given me a bit of freedom when i figured out the fact that music is thrown in front of you and i do this with quote-unquote classical music all the time of course I've heard a chaik five uh, conducted by Ormandy or Reiner or uh, Timur Kanoff or whatever um, but I actually end up making it my own and so why shouldn't I do that with a brand new piece of music because right. the next conductor is going to get this symphony number no. four and have maybe a totally different look at it and it could be just as valid right you know so th- and so I'm loving it we're, we're having a great time dr. why how did right. you go
1: about making Putting the 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 doing the meta part of this the the going beyond. I mean, is it is it about you know changing up instrumentation? Is it by bringing in some more modern
9: concepts that weren't around at the time? Yeah, or, or it's, what is it's, it exactly? it's, it's mainly bringing in modern concepts. Um, I I um you know I I I tried hard not to do literal quotations of of pieces. I sort of. It took took a took a piece implied. that I that I love yeah. and 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 sort of and and take a kernel of mm-hmm. the idea and and go with it so there's so there's Haydn there's Mozart there's Beethoven there's Debussy there's Von Williams um, and and these sort of float by but again if you don't know the piece it doesn't matter and you don't know right. those, those pieces uh, because because it all fits together in its own dramatic it's arc I, I, uh-huh. I, I'm making
1: a, an analogy for people who maybe aren't aren't you know completely ingrained in the in in this type of music and I don't mean it to to you know be be um, lessening your, your composition mm-hmm. but in in pop and dance music sometimes they'll have these DJs now that'll take you know, Samples from right. all, you know from all kinds of songs, right. and they'll build them into an extended, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. an extended piece right. that stands on its own. And you may not. And here's the weird thing: is you'll hear, or even in hip hop music, like you'll hear the the sample right. after you hear the original song, right? And you'll be like, oh yeah, that's from
9: that. Uh-huh. At, the,
1: at this point, yeah. that's kind of what you're bringing to mind here when you're yeah, talking about yeah, this in a yeah. way. So
9: so so I, I I take the older music, I tweak it. That's cool. Put put some different harmonic techniques in different rhythms, um, and uh, and then uh, so that so that you can you can hear the references if you know the other pieces. But 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 right, you don't it have to. Phone, and, and yeah. It stands on And it um, and, I know and that. that makes it. But it, it makes and and so if if you do, if you know, it doesn't matter if you don't know the pieces. If you do know the pieces. There's going to be kind of a dialogue in your own mind. Yeah, I was going to say, it between, exactly. between, between be, the references uh, and, where, exactly. and where they are. And I, that, I was just
12: going to be, uh, state that, but also I know that I have not found all of the references. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden I may be conducting universe and the light goes up and go, oh my god, Mozart, <laughs> Jupiter, where did that come from? <laughs> I have no idea. That, you know, and and it's, it's, it's actually, so that's kind of fun yeah. for us. Um I, I, But I Again, I, I, I go back to the challenging aspect of sorting out rhythmically, um, harmonically. You know, when you get to, uh, quote unquote modern music, mm-hmm. um, you, you're not, you don't know the actual harmonies, what they were gonna do, and, and, and how the intonation, they may be playing the correct notes, but you think that chord is so weird, and then all of a sudden you fix the intonation, you go, Ah, but you know we we're not we're not as used to that because we don't know the piece. Yes, the one other great thing, and I have to, I really want to mention this, and I'm so proud of audiences these days. I find the audiences in Lincoln. Unbelievably accepting, and I think it's because we have more a uh, uh, higher than average intelligence uh, in this area. Uh, maybe it's because of the university of town. I I, I don't it's know because they listen to our interviews. Th- well, that's yeah, I mean, exactly. they listen to
1: our interviews for like twelve years, and, then, and, and we, so they
12: finally cultivated
1: out, their minds. Good for say. you, thank you, Jack. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
12: <laughs> and that's here in the interview, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was gonna say, um, you know, over the years, uh, when when I think of uh, audiences, when I was uh, uh, younger and it was, you know, in college, going to the Philadelphia Orchestra, if Ormandy pulled out a piece by Verrez or something, the audience got up and walked out. Right. Yeah. They just they didn't want to even hear it. You know. I do that all the time at shows. <laughs> but what what what's <laughs> I, I sometimes have done it in my own concerts. Now I, I, I what what's happened over the years is there's been a a real rise in the um i guess you might say the standard of presenting and composing and presenting film music Mm. and so audiences are getting into their ears Mm -hmm. kind of unconsciously or subconsciously more modern sounds different kinds of 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 like the danny elfman concert last weekend Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know that the and i was sitting there going Oh yeah! Oh wow! You know, and 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 people love it now. Yeah. So that when they come to a, a classical music concert and they hear something brand new that they have never heard before, and they get they somehow get turned on by it. Their ears have been right. implicitly trained. Trained, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And thank you, Jack, for doing that. Yeah. here in, in, oh, in, in, in it's in our Lincoln community. Yeah, well, I I uh, appreciate
1: it. I ask the hard <laughs> questions. Uh, <laughs> so we we're out of time, but I do I just want to mention too, uh, Lincoln U Symphony is going to be a part of the show yes. too. Prior to the Dr. White piece, yeah. and then the second half, you are going to have a uh, competition a cello winner
12: well uh, it's you know everybody knows probably this c- particular composition because van cliburn made it mm-hmm. famous he was the first american to win the gold medal in the tchaikovsky competition in russia cool this fellow zlatimir fung is his name he's american um, is the f- the first american in over 40 years to actually even place in the in the, in the hey, competition usa and yeah. the and the absolute <laughs> youngest ever to win it very nice. yeah he's in his 20s so he's, he's gonna, gonna a, play too he's gonna do gonna the elgar great, cello concerto. It's gonna be a great show hey we're gonna give away some tickets to
1: it if you want tickets text the word future in future and we're working off the uh, dr tyler white's uh composition there text the word future and we're gonna pick five winners <laughs> to go see the show uh tyler ed thank you so much thank it's gonna be a great you. show Thank, thank you very much. To, congratulations yeah. on the piece mm-hmm. thank you all really. right it's 27 we got to take a break it's K. today with jack and friends on K L I N.
0: I like the local news because it doesn't get into all these politics. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. i just Malcolm Byron. He's been talking Huskers on the Nebraska airwaves for nearly three decades. It's old timers day on the radio dial with former KLIN morning show sidekick, John Bitchell. Ah, yes. Time to say hello
1: to Mr. John Bishop. Morning, John. How are you doing today? Good, good. Jeez. Things are well. You're into your mic today. I'll tell you that much. Holy I'm God. sorry, what? You were no, into I, your mic. That's no, probably just, my oh, bad. It's, I, oh, it's I, Caleb's bad. too hot sorry. on the uh, board over Oh, here. we're good. Okay, sorry. Well, just, some, just some behind the scenes criticism here uh, of the people that
8: I'm no, seat
3: producing. He was just a. Base into that mic though he was
1: he
8: was, was i was i a basing <laughs> in my microphone
3: you know what
1: i did yesterday john well, i can't stop but, it i don't i must be getting old john i i watched like three four hours of baseball yesterday that i had no dog in the fight in. i don't know what it is about the the way that they've changed this playoff format but Something about having multiple games in a day, and uh, and and some on. And I know they used to have them in the afternoon. I don't know for some reason it's got me watching baseball this year. If you, I know you generally do this, but do you like do you like what the playoff format is right now? It's a love hate relationship. Uh, I don't. I I'm don't. Sure you like, don't like. It's got too many teams in
12: it. It's got too many
8: teams. Okay. It does. It has too many teams. It lo- it cheapens the playoff when you play 162 games and I don't know how many are they getting in now? 10, but it just makes the postseason. It makes it better to be consistent on this. I think the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs are a sham. Um, and, and I have to be consistent here. You, when you play that many games, you shouldn't need that many playoff teams. I get why they do it. It's all about TV. Now that said, like I said, it's a love hate relationship because I do love having day baseball on, uh so you know, and last, watch, I thought last week it was wish, fun. I just wish it were back to the way it was back in the eighties. You know, the good days. Oh
1: God, where there were four teams that made it? Yes, you are, you earned your way in. You won the division. You earned your way. In. Six weeks of worthless regular season baseball. Then, no, I what miss when okay, John Wooden was one like of a was coaching one, a one of four just teams. just realize there the rest of us that actually try to win? I, no, I mean you had you had. The, I remember. I remember. I remember those days. The Braves would <laughs> clinch in August, and it was just like, oh, geez, what are we, what are we doing? I don't know. I I I cut. It's getting me to watch the playoffs for for whatever reason um i did last night. part of the reason was last night i had to watch that dodgers uh, padres game because i had to stay up until the storm hit because i just wanted to see that it could actually rain in lincoln nebraska again and it turns out it can so Oh, my poor
8: dog oh my gosh she was she freaking out She, oh my gosh she was freaking out it, it, i mean heavy heavy panting and i'm like listen i know this hasn't happened in a very long time <laughs> but you know this is a little bit of rain and yeah we actually got some hail out of it too just little pieces. Yeah, we did hail, too but But, uh, uh, oh, by the way, seventy one hundredths of an inch. Oh, not bad. The
1: airport only got half an inch, so. Well, as we know, the airport is,
8: it's the worst place in Lincoln to actually do all of these measurements. To read any weather It's always colder up there. (laughs) Terrible place to do measurements. It is. There's no doubt about
1: it. Uh, Okay, so the big, everybody in in Husker Nation uh, right now is talking about the announcement. Uh, Last night, uh, Damon Benning going to do color I, I guess your former colleague now uh at at uh 1620 the zone but you know j- just somebody uh john somebody who's worked obviously on uh on not only husker broadcast but in in the industry quite extensively for for play-by-play and and color as well and somebody who knows damon pretty well from working with him i'm, I'm just kind of curious about your reaction uh to him getting this job well i think he's gonna do fantastic you know he's he's a natural
8: um he knows his stuff I think he's going to give the booth a, um, a lot of credibility, um, you know, and, and having actually worked games with him—not football games, but you know, games with him—you um, know, I know he's going to come in prepared and have a great sense of uh, uh, of what needs to be said and 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 educate the listeners at the same time, and you know, that's a that's one of the things that you know the best analysts do is they educate while they you know help you you know understand what is happening on the field and radio is even more uh, important because you know you literally are painting the picture for the listener uh unless you happen to be listening along in the stadium or you're trying to sync up the broadcast but for the most most of the (laughs) listeners you know the guys in the tractors the guys in the fields the guys on the road um people who can't be near a television you're their eyes and uh and you got to uh, well, I won't say you have a great set of eyes because sometimes I think Damon's eyes are are are, are failing him. <laughs> but you'll have a great set of football eyes in the booth. I had to get that joke in on DB. That's good. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's I think it's the the best choice, the natural choice. Yeah. And uh, and and you know, I I, I hope that and it, and it's gonna be tough too because he's never worked with Greg before that that I know of. And, and developing chemistry with someone you haven't worked with, especially mid season. I mean, we're literally at the halfway point of the season. I've
1: been thinking about this part of it. Yeah.
8: It's, it's going to be tough. There's going to be an adjustment, but, but I, I, I know this for a fact, obviously Damon plays very close attention to the team. So it's not like he has to catch up on anything. He knows how to break down film. So he knows, you know, what to look for. Um, So yeah, there'll be, probably be some early bumps as the guys kind of learn how to play off of each other. But you know, that once you get past all of that, there's not going to be any issues at all. I think, I think, I think we're in for a,
1: a fun ride. You know what you you just talking about that made me made me think for a second. You, you know, I, Greg's been doing doing this since boy. When I stepped in during that uh, two thousand Kansas State game, two thousand seven. Yeah, you and I. That's right. It was when you and I were were doing this show. So he's done it for fifteen years. And you know, we I, I kind of take it for granted now. Maybe we all do, but and and I'm not trying to short any of the people who did it before him, but you remember this, whoever was in that play-by-play booth, and I don't know what it was like when Bremser was doing it, but whoever was doing it was getting... I mean, it's like any job when you're on the air. It's like you get a lot of critique about how you do the job and the style, and you can go through everybody who did it before Greg and how much they got. It's like I'm sure you hear some, but it's not been anything just his style is really accepted and liked even through some tough times for Nebraska football. I just think it's kind of remarkable when we think back about what it was like during some of the other eras of play-by-play guys for Nebraska football.
8: Well, and it's always been a little bit different too because, you know, back in the in the olden times, there were four different broadcasts. So if you didn't like one, you switched to another. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you were you know, in this, in this area, there were some places of the state where you only got, you know, a couple of the broadcasts, but um, you know, the, you, you had an option, you had a choice. And then when it became a single outlet entity in 1983, you were down to one announcer. So you had to, you know, you had to live and die with that. And it always helps, doesn't it? When the team's good, you mm-hmm. know, when, when Kent was doing the games, the team was great. Um But as soon as, as soon as the fortunes fell, um just like with a lot of other things people start to you know nitpick and criticize everything right on down to the radio broadcast so it has been kind of remarkable that you know during this darkest period of the last 60 years you know that um that greg has been able to you know kind of avoid uh, now maybe his inbox says something different maybe, and yeah. he just doesn't share those things I don't things.
1: know I remember so- I didn't, and I don't want I don't want to call anybody but, but out publicly but, yeah.
8: publicly you know whether it yeah. be you know, Twitter, message boards, all that other stuff. Um, You know, he's just done a really solid job, and 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 people haven't been nearly as as critical as maybe they they've been of some other announcers in the past. So, uh, I think it's a, great a credit style. to him. Yeah. I think it's a credit to you know his stability. Um, and, and kind of keeping things as even keel as possible during some pretty tough times that, you know, you don't catch a little bit of flack for that. And, and hopefully as the team's fortunes go in a different direction, in a better direction, um, you know, we'll start to remember some of these calls as fondly as we do some of Kent's great calls, some of Lyle's
1: great calls and so on. Yeah. That that'd be good, yeah, uh, yeah. Great, great, great style, great, great voice, I, and I think that that helps uh, helps a lot with the whole thing. By the way, you you know, we had this uh, great idea. I don't know, maybe you were the one who had it originally, uh, but it was while we were here that hey, we let's sync up the radio to the TV broadcast, and we did that for several years, and now. Everybody's newly interested again in the radio broadcast, and they're asking us if we're doing it again. You can attest to this. It's it's just a different world right now with that than it was when we first did this. Much different. And even when
8: we did it, you started doing it in the, what was it, late, you know, like 2009, 2010, whatever Mm -hmm. it was, when we started doing the radio sync. I mean, even back then it was kind of difficult because you had people watching on cable, you had people watching on satellite yeah. and, and the transmission times are different. Now it is all over the map because, you know, you still have folks on cable, but now you have two cable companies. You got Aloe and you have, uh, uh, Spectrum, they, Spectrum. Thank you. Yeah. I'm as you can tell, I'm a proud aloe customer. Uh, I don't even know who the competition is. Yeah, but you've got those two, and you then you've got all the streaming options, and no two streamings are going to be the same. Correct. You and I could both be streaming off the Fox app, uh, right. but I'm using my Roku, and you know you're using something else. Yep, same. And thing. our timings are going to be off, and so it, it, it's impossible. To pick a broadcast and just say, here's what we're going to sync it to. So really, it has to be a a homemade thing, right, where you have to kind of do it yourself because it would be impossible for KLIN or for any radio station, you know, covering live sports to be able to do that because the way people are watching their sports comes from a myriad of different platforms, all of which have varying degrees of delay from real time. Yes,
1: I like we did. I kind of remember we did some uh, uh, like unscientific, but a little research. And we thought we were probably hitting maybe, you know, 40 percent or so of the people who are watching the game with our sync with the spectrum at the time. I think we were kind of in that range. Like now you'd be lucky to get uh, with what you just mentioned, like 10 percent, maybe. Um, of people.
0: Who oh are yeah, the easily. The and plurality. Again, is the plura- even yeah. even
8: if you are watching, you know, the same exact. You could be watching the same exact stream as I'm watching, but the buffering times are different mm-hmm. with everything. Yeah. So it's just it's it's impossible to do that, which is a shame because you and I, being radio people, um, you know, we want that ability um to to impact people's lives more and and be in more people's homes um but you know hopefully you know this news and 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 the team's fortunes you know a lot of folks will will kind of endeavor to do their own yep. you know link with, with and it's very possible these days you yes. know you can use your phone your bluetooth your speaker dial it up on the app All stuff um, yes and then and then hit the uh fast forward rewind button on your uh
1: on your cable remote and you're off right Right. We know because we used to do it manually with the actual radio station. Yep. <laughs> all the time. Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. Um, are, are you surprised at all? And I guess, I guess I'm guess i mainly kind of going off the Vegas line, but which is, I think, back up into double digits right now. And and I, I just that that the two wins, sort of the, the, the change in momentum, and I get it, the, neither of the wins were against... Particularly great teams and, and neither of them were overly impressive for Nebraska, but. Are you are you a little surprised that going into this game that there isn't a little a, a, a kind of a more momentum uh, in people talking about around the conference or nationally about maybe an maybe an upset here? It just I don't know. This seems like people aren't giving much of Nebraska much of a chance in this game, and maybe they don't. have. you know, maybe they'll they'll end up losing it. But it's been it's been interesting how that narrative hasn't really taken hold since the last two games. It, it, it's almost like Vegas has
8: overcorrected from what they should have done a couple of weeks ago because you yeah. know when it appeared that the fortunes were really turning down um you know I thought some of the lines maybe early were a little high i thought yes. the georgia southern line uh, was a little high right mm-hmm. um and now and now like the correction's coming later now listen they didn't build those big shiny buildings because they're bad at their jobs um and and yes nebraska has, hasn't won a game as a double digit underdog, you know, since 2005. So it's been a long time. That said, I, I, I was a little surprised the number was that high. I kind of thought it would be in the eight to 10 point range, not 12 to 14, which is what I'm seeing. In most places. Mm-hmm. Um, now obviously, you know, if, and here's the thing, the market will correct itself. If there are a lot of betters who are like, whoa, that's too high. They're going to pile money in on Nebraska and you're going to see that line start to drop. Yeah. So, um, it, it, you know, it, eventually it'll, it'll come to, to where it's going to end up, but, and it makes, a, it makes a little bit of sense in that, you know, Nebraska hasn't beaten. Two really good teams. I mean, their wins are North Dakota, Indiana, and Rutgers. Right. Um, whereas Purdue has shown a little bit more, uh, against some better competition. Uh, but I think if you're a Nebraska fan, this is exactly where you want to be. You know, pile yeah. on those points, right? Yeah. And just, yeah. Just, just, just keep, just keep feeding the doubt. Keep feeding the doubt that, uh, that, yeah, this isn't real. This isn't worth it because you know that this team, has responded very positively. I thought one of the more telling comments from yesterday's press conference was when Mickey was asked about the halftime locker room on Friday and he said, "Yeah, the players were kind of coaching us. You know, they were telling us we're going to be fine. We're we just, you know, drop some plays. We're going to be fine." Mm-hmm. And 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 the and the mindset flip that has happened with this squad in the last 30 days is extraordinary. It's incredible. And it tells me that that has always been there. They just needed somebody to drill in there and pull that mentality out and and let that mentality grow and breathe. And so I think we should give a lot of credit to these players. Um, I know Mickey's getting a lot of love right now, and he should. But I think a lot of credit goes to these players because you only had one guy leave in 30 days, and this yeah. team has 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 found itself they have found its confidence and 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 they can go in there with their heads held high against purdue and say 14 point underdog so what yeah
1: uh, i i am i am all for you know part of the sort of the holding on to nebraska as uh, you know historic power all the success is like the the, the 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 fan base the team maybe some of the coaches haven't even kind of haven't allowed allowed for that underdog mentality to take hold I think sometimes that's what this team needs. That's why I've got no problem with them celebrating when they go into Rutgers and winning at this point. I mean, we've and tried. By the way, that was the weakest
8: complaint. Yeah, I thought so there too. There were five guys in the end zone dancing while they were waiting to get into the tunnel. It's not like the whole team was out there jumping on know, the Rutgers logo. Good grief.
1: Yeah, but I, but I, I, and I don't, I think embrace the underdog, embrace the spoiler. It's, it's, it feels like something Nebraska still hasn't, they've done it begrudgingly. And maybe I'm taking too much from the fan base, but they've done it begrudgingly. Um, embrace it now. And I think you've got some players who can, can do that because they don't have the context of everything else. Like they get it. They, they get it. They come in and they, the record is what they are, not what, you know, 20 years ago. And, I think that can be a powerful mindset, I think, for this team. Well, they have a coach
8: who keeps it real all the time. And, and I mean, even last week when he was asked about it after the game, he said, we're in fake first place. Yeah. I loved it. I thought that was, I I mean, it's true because it really wasn't first. I mean, it was first place, but the other teams hadn't played yet. Yeah. But you got, when you got a coach that keeps it real and, 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 and the players feed off of that. I think they're. I think their mentality going into this game is going to be just fine, and and they'll embrace whatever role they're put into. Yeah. And in this case, and and really for the rest of the season, maybe save one more game, maybe they'll be underdogs. Yeah.
1: But if they somehow pull this one off on Saturday, things are going to get weird quickly in terms of Mickey Mania and the Big Ten West. I'm telling and you. And Jack Mitchell will be leading the charge. Yeah, it's going to get crazy. All right, thank you, John. Have a good show today. We'll talk to you again next week. Yep. There you go. John Bishop, sister station 1620, zone 856. Take a break, wrap up the show after this on
0: KLIN. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. I'll just Malcolm Myron. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, just a couple of quick uh,
3: updates here. Uh, you can, uh, can we still text in for the symphony tickets? Yeah, still text in future if you would like symphony tickets. That is for October 14th just coming text up this in Friday. In future, that gets you uh, for those. What have been our picks on fantasy Huskers? So we went top and bottom on this one. Catherine says 66 points. That's our highest right now. Steve says 31. That's our lowest. All right. uh, Ticket Thursday, Generation Collaboration tomorrow. We got volleyball tickets for Husker Volleyball. Yeah, we do. To give
1: away. Greg Sharp is going to join us as well. Talk about his new host, I'm sure, and a whole lot more. We'll see you then. 9 o'clock, KLI in Lincoln.